Hey there, Cape Cod. It's high noon on Wednesday. Time to join me for an episode of Life with Gwen. I don't know about the rest of you, but I have to tell you that uh, this is the kind of weather that brings on singing in the car. <laughs> I just feel like bursting into song. So today we're bringing you um, a guest who can talk to us about singing. We may even coax her into singing a little bit. And, uh, and we've got a really important event to tell you about as well. So with me today is Donica Buckley. She is the, um, the choir director, the conductor, and um, the artistic director for Sing for Good. And Sing for Good has a big event coming up on Saturday. And maybe you could tell us a little bit about that. Yes, um, thanks for uh, having me here, Gwen. I Thank really you for coming, yeah. especially in your uh, re last rehearsal week. I yes. appreciate that. <laughs> it's a busy one for sure. Uh, well, Sing for Good is something I started four years ago, and I can tell you more about that, but the, the details for this Saturday are at 7.30, uh, Saturday, March 30th, at the Cape Cod Synagogue on Winter Street in Hyannis. We're presenting the fourth annual Sing for Good, and this year we're raising funds for Habitat for Humanity. And so I'm very excited about that. And do you need to get tickets ahead of time? You do not need to get tickets. It's a free will donation. We uh, invite the audience to sing along and uh, at certain places in the program. And in one of those places, we'll be singing. And also, I hope people will be diving into their pockets to uh, donate to Habitat for Humanity. We'll do a collection partway through the program. And what a wonderful idea to, you know, bring entertainment and a sense of community, but also to be um, raising money for, for a good cause uh, at the same time. In fact, maybe I can ask you a little bit about that. Um, I understand that you had been feeling a little frustrated that you weren't able to do as much volunteer work as you wanted to because you were working, working, and um, that this was a, a wonderful compromise that you decided on that you came up with. Yeah, I have felt a little guilty. I'm surrounded by so many good people, often retirees who do have more time than someone who has five jobs. Um, but I still felt like I should be doing more in the world. And um, in a sense, being a choir director and an English professor is doing things for the world. You're bringing music and you're helping people to learn and lifelong learning in the choirs. But I wanted to do more. And realistically, I can't get out there and volunteer very easily. Um, so we wouldn't find you building that house. For uh, you would not find me building the house, which is sad. But maybe paying for something <laughs> yes, in it. But I could pay for some sheetrock and more, I hope. Um, yeah, I, I hope someday, actually, that I can go to a build site for Habitat. And um, But in the meantime, I, I do love bringing together groups of people to sing. And not just the weekly choruses that I have, but I love to combine them with others to do larger performances. And then I got the idea a few years ago to bring choruses together to sing for good. Um, and I wanted my focus to be, um, because it's difficult in the world, everything needs fixing, I feel like sometimes, but you can't, you can't fix everything. So my focus, uh, I wanted to be, um, uh, sorry, housing, uh, the basics, mm -hmm. the necessities of life. Um, uh, housing, food, and fuel. We haven't yet done um, a fuel fundraiser, but I know that I think on the Cape in the winter, there's a Yule for fuel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll show up at that sometime. But um, for now, uh, so far, it has been for 
food and housing. And this is, as I said, the fourth year and other groups on Cape Cod we've raised for our um, Housing Assistance Corporation of, mm-hmm. um, of Cape Cod and also the Family Pantry of Cape Cod. Um, and I wanted to do Habitat this year for various reasons, which I can tell you about if you want and why that. But I think it's uh, really interesting that you came up to that confrontation. Um, maybe that's not right the, the right word. Maybe it's more realization that we all have that, um, you know, you get unhappy with saying, all right, I'm just not going to do anything because it's too big of a problem. Mm. Um, and instead you take the approach, I think, a more productive approach of, of I'm going to put, um, you know, a drop in the bucket and everybody's going to put a drop in the bucket. And you're going to get there someday, you know? Yeah, so yeah. at, um, and it, it fascinates me that you've been able to do that with a, a skill and a talent that you already have. Thanks. And are people coming to know your group uh, for the annual concerts? I think they are. Um, uh, should I comment? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. You guys at home, you yeah. know Sorry. that, or at work, we won't tell. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know that we uh, get right in comments, and, and Karen mm. Watkins is saying uh, it's a great name, the Sing for Good mm. uh, group, but a terrific focus. Absolutely. And yeah. I think you were just about to. I will tell explain us. a little bit so, more. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Karen. I and really and I should, that. that does remind yeah. me if anyone out there has a question later on yeah. about. Uh, the choir, so about getting involved, um, certainly you can uh, type it into your Facebook Live. And uh, if you don't watch on Facebook Live, you can see it at capecodtimes.com slash lifewithgwen anytime or put the word podcast in and you can listen in the car without even oh, looking at your awesome. phone. Don't look at your phone um, <laughs> while you're driving. So, okay, we're going to go back to talking a little bit sure. about how this came about. Yeah, well, um, so I've been directing choirs for about 30 years now. And as I think about it, in the way past, uh, my very first in high school, getting together a group of friends to perform for the AFS dinner, the American Field Service, which oh, grew right. out of I World War I, uh-huh. yeah, and the ambulance drivers. And uh, so that was in a, a cultural high school exchange program that's still going. And so um, when I think about it, I did gather students together, and they miraculously listened. I don't know why, uh, but they listened to me, and we sang for that. So in a way, I started this early. But um, And I've been involved with choir community for just, I mean, seemingly forever. I started, is this yeah. part of your jobs or is this like a, a love, uh, a volunteer thing that you were doing with the choirs? Um, no. So then, so kind of fast forwarding here. So I, um, I knew that I couldn't get out there really and build the house, but um, I can raise the roof in song. That's my, my tagline for this fundraiser, oh, uh, which I hope I do. Great tagline. Yeah, thank you. And um, so, yeah, well, it's partly me and my desires to bring people together in community. And I decided to give it a try four years ago and brought together, I think, three or four Unitarian choirs because I do direct, uh, I'm the music director at First Parish Brewster. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always tend to want to grow things. Um, and um, so then another year it grew a little bit more. And, um, but then also my ideas are, part of the whole world of choral music right now as well. There is a lot of focus these days on bringing together choral music for social justice. And there are even groups out there in the world that are specifically doing it. There is a social justice choir, it's 
called the Justice Choir ham, uh, Songbook. And that's made available to people for a small donation, so you can go out and sing and empower people in the world. And you can empower them in different ways. Um, just bringing together this year seven singing groups with over 100 people total, um, it's incredibly empowering and heartwarming and um, a word I like to say on a gorgeous piece of music, weepy gorgeous. <laughs> It's hard not to be moved. Uh, I mean, there is lively music, there is secular music, there is sacred music. It's a huge combination. And we all come together and sing. But every single choir member there, generally the question I get at the end of the night is, when are we doing this again? And could we do it more than once? Right now, I need to do it once a year. <laughs> well, the, it, it sounds like a huge amount of work. And don't worry, guys, we're not going to have a test on this, but I wonder if you could <laughs> run through those seven groups that... Yeah, I'd love to tell you about them. Yeah, so as I said, this year it's the biggest. It's over 100 singers and seven groups. Um, it So... It uh, consists of church choirs and community choirs and an a cappella group for the first time this year, which is great. So it's Unitarian Universalist Fellowship of Falmouth, the Katuit Federated Church Women's Choir, the Unitarian Church of Barnstable Choir, First Parish Brewster Unitarian Universalist, and the Unitarian Universalist Meeting House of Provincetown, all known for short as UUs. Um, and then the Cape Cod Corral. Um, so I direct two of these, First Parish Brewster and Cape Cod Corral. And then um, the director of Center Tonics, which comes out of Katuit Center for the Arts, um, run by my friend David Keene. Um, but they have this adult acapella group. I think it's oh. auditioned. And Ooh, David, I didn't know yeah. that they had an adult acapella group. Yeah, called Center Tonics. I love the name. And um, they actually reached out to me, heard about it, and said, could we sing? And I was, yes, absolutely. They're now, opening the program. Is this music for um, these combined choirs? Are there um, women and men, or is it? Yes. Women, so uh, all the choirs are mixed except for Katuit Federated. Um, uh -huh. So that will be what we call treble voices. Um, and these days um, we're trying to so think higher voices and lower voices rather than men and women because some women sing tenor. Uh, and some men sing alto. So I, I believe I told you during my, my brief tenure in the uh, church choir many, many years ago, um, they had to be careful because I sang whatever they put me next to. <laughs> well, there, you are <laughs> not like the only person in the world. drifting, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Over there with the tenors or that, a more comfortable range for me. But sure. hey, if the sopranos were taken off, I'd try. <laughs> you know, I, well. um, I think they were kind of relieved when I... Quit, well, that happens, and you should keep singing because it is a lifelong possibility to keep singing. You know, that fascinates me, and I do want to talk about that today as well mm -hmm. as about Saturday's concert. Don't forget, if you want to hear all these people raise their voice together, um, once again, it is Saturday, 7.30? 7.30, yep. At, at uh, the uh, Cape Cod Synagogue. Yeah. And so and you can, you know, come and, yeah. and maybe bring a donation if you, if you want to use this evening of entertainment as a way to also help the community. They're uh, raising money for Habitat, Habitat for mm -hmm. Humanity. Mm -hmm. um, and um, But I wanted to talk a little bit about, I wasn't kidding when I said spring does make you feel like bursting into sure. song. You know, whether that song is something that could uh, be shared with the public is, you know, I've been through some really bad versions of Happy Birthday, so I know that, that you have to be careful where you let your voice go. The great uh, parodist uh, Tom Lehrer, 
his joke about happy birthday in a room full of people is okay, everybody in his own key. Uh, so, which it <laughs> often knew? sounds there were like so many. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> that is so fitting. The last time I'm, I'm, um, gesturing to our producer Patty Banger because the last time we sang happy birthday I swear everybody was in their own key you know it was it's just entirely possible it's a painful experience <laughs> it is but even more painful Joyful. I think is when people let their their fear of yeah. sounding bad bad you know keep them from trying mm -hmm. and you know I I once again would say that you know my dad was a big band musician oh, that's great. so this was a regular thing. Don't sing, don't sing, mm -hmm. because his, you know, he was much more professionally tuned to sure. the, the whole idea. Yeah. And um, and you know, I I I don't remember, and even now, I know there's a lot of stresses on public schools. You know, trying to keep their their um, music programs yeah. together. So you know, how do we how do we learn to sing and and stop being afraid of uh, um, and sometimes it is awful. I, my mm -hmm. mom was tone deaf. Isn't that funny that they mm -hmm. got together? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so tone deaf that we, mm -hmm. we like just closed our ears and said, thanks, mom, for those lullabies because we wanted her to feel loved. But, mm. you know, <laughs> so um, anyhow, how do, how do we, can mm -hmm. people join your groups, for example? Sure. Um, well, first address about singing a little okay. bit. Um, yes, physically, every human being is able to sing absolutely um and you sure yeah i am <laughs> okay well unless you are i mean i hope that your vocal folds aren't paralyzed okay. from okay. an accident or anything like that but, but yeah phys physically you're born with the equipment you're born with the equipment yes to sing and um now yeah, whether you sing well or not so well but full of heart uh that's another matter um and and there are there is a choir for everybody, um, and I think that kids definitely should sing. Everybody should sing. Um, and one of the joys of this fundraiser actually is purposefully including the audience in it. Because one of my original ideas was I really wanted to do a sing, like people come and join in the song, like a sing along. Mm -hmm. um, and um, so I've kept that, and that's I think critical. We actually begin the program with a song that everyone will sing and everyone will learn. And yes, there are a hundred people in choruses there. Um, but still, it's amazing when the audience sings along and it's such a great feeling. So yeah, everyone can sing. And, Some, and you're oh. seeing more of that yeah. because um, I notice on the community calendars that, mm -hmm. that people are doing sing-alongs with, with uh, like the sound of music. And, yes, and, right. And because there's yeah. so, so much joy in being able to um, appreciate in yet another way music yeah. that you grew up with, music that yeah. you've always loved. Yeah. I uh, did a carol sing this December in Brewster, and I thought at the church, based at the church, but, you know, a carol sing of all things from Rudolph and Frosty to silent night you know everything and i was it was the first year i'd done it and i thought oh, you know maybe 10 people are going to show up and i think about 70 people showed up wow um so it is a popular thing to do um and um so yeah everyone can sing i i think you know I hope at least in schools there's some amount of singing from children. I think there's always at least a little bit of music, but it is the first program to go in schools, unfortunately. So, um, you know, I've yeah. been I've been reading uh, every now and then you'll see a, a health report, a health mm. study that shows that, that singing is also not only emotionally, yeah. but physically very good for you. And by the way, I wanted to say that Ryan Buckley, 
says, my dad was always so proud of my cousin, Donica. So uh, Thank it's you, nice Ryan. to know the relatives are on board. Well, so. I, I have to say a quick personal word. Uh, at every Cape Cod Chorale concert that I direct, my Buckley cousins are take up a row. And it's heartwarming. And um, the concerts are frequently in Sandwich. And actually, my ancestors came there uh, in the 1850s. So wow. I feel like it's nice I to be back in Sandwich with the Buckleys. But yes, they are. Thank you, Ryan. I so appreciate that. And I, and I love my cousin Buckley's Bill. thank you, Buckleys, for, uh, for yeah, uh, coming on music. board here. Yeah. Now, I don't know how loud the Buckleys sing along. They swear they, they can't necessarily, but I should make them sing someday. I, I should have a, a Buckley sing along at home. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. You might be very surprised. I might be very surprised. I wish they would do it. Uh, so. so we were back at yeah, the carol sure sing oh, yeah. with 70 and, people. Yeah, yeah. More than you were expecting. Yeah. And um, and health and and did you know I find sometimes that uh, and sometimes I notice this uh, if I'm at the uh, melody tent yeah and there's an act from the fifties or sixties yes. Frankie Valley or somebody yeah, sure. people will sing and they'll hit that that note it's not a note but they'll they'll hit mm -hmm. that place where they are amazing yes it doesn't last no necessarily, but it's thrilling but it yeah. really is it really is that energy it is and um and I'm. You know, that's how I feel on, on this program each year, or even on a Sunday morning when the congregation is singing. Um, but um, I feel it, There, it's just, there is, it's an amazing feeling to be in front. I get the privileged place. I have the best place in the choir. I'm in front of the choir and in the audience. And um, so having people sing and enjoy it is thrilling to me. Last year, uh, there was a concert we did with Beatles and some people sang along and danced in the aisles. And I mean, there's nothing like it. So, um, and that will happen this Saturday. Uh, people really do. But back to your, like, can anyone sing? Right. So absolutely. And uh, it might be good. It might be bad, but sing along. To be in a community choir or church choir, I think many of us do prefer that the person can at least carry a tune in a bucket. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, but you, but you know, but maybe you don't have to be pitch perfect. Mm -hmm. No, you don't have to be perfect. And I, for my requirements of choirs, you have to be willing to learn and work a little hard at times mm -hmm. and also have fun. Um, but you don't have to be, uh, we were talking earlier, you don't have to be a metropolitan opera star. And it's probably good if you want to be in a choir that you don't have that huge a voice because um, you're kind of building a group sound. you're building a group sound yeah mm -hmm. and I work a lot on that factor and uh, so actually. you can't have the star out front no it uh, it doesn't work it doesn't work yeah it's it's very a choir is a team that's the soloist sure. yeah yeah the keep that person for the solos yeah uh, my friend from Philadelphia yeah. Jane Reed Wilson who I know is very involved oh. in choir and also plays the cello in an orchestra, says that singing is great for you on many levels. My Tuesday night choir rehearsal is my favorite night of the week. That's great. So, I, I agree, Jane. I'd love to know what choir you sing with, too. Um, well, church, yeah, in Philadelphia. church in Philadelphia. Yeah. That's great. So. Well, um, yeah, I hear that from uh, singers all the time. Um, and, and I work with I have two community choirs and a church choir and a college choir, and they're all a little bit different. And um, and they go Monday through Thursday night, and by the time Thursday night comes, uh, that's my college choir, and it's a it's a treble choir. It's uh, sopranos and altos uh, at Simmons in Boston. And um, you know, Thursday night comes, and I've been waving my arms all week and teaching all week, and I'm 
kind of tuckered out by Thursday night. And But I get in there and I hear those young people singing and it just makes my week every time. And I tell them that. And I think it makes their week. And many a graduate has said to me um, that, you know, Thursday nights are, were the most important night of the week to them. So, Is it a course or is it something they're doing as a volunteer Well, that's even more impressive. It is volunteer extracurricular. Um, and, you know, some are more dedicated than others. They're busy young college students. Um, but there is a core group that is absolutely dedicated and uh, usually they'll frequently, they'll join in their freshman year and then sing at their own graduation in senior year, end of senior year. So it's a place where they find their friends. And that's true for community choirs and church choirs too. Great and for these events, yes. I mean, one of the joys, we all gather, it's a long evening and the people are very dedicated to this. Um, she doesn't mean the concert necessarily. She's talking about <laughs> yeah. rehearsing for the concert. Well, but also this particular Sing for Good, when all of these choirs come together, we all gather at the same time, even though we obviously can't all rehearse our choirs at the same time. Right. But we all gather at the same time and greet each other. And everybody, I look out and, you know, there's a choir of 20, and they are listening with um, just so engaged and so enjoying the choir of five and the mm -hmm. choir of five is, you know, so it's, it doesn't matter the size. It is such a supportive environment for this evening. And yes, that does translate into weekly rehearsals and concerts within groups too. But um, yeah, people are very dedicated um, on choir nights and also for events like have this. You found, you've done this for years now. So yeah. have you found that there's a, um, um, have you found that there's more interest, uh, you know, or, or is it a growing um, passion for people? Yes, it is very much. Um, uh, we also take this dinner break uh, after we've all rehearsed a little bit, and I try to encourage the choirs to intermingle. And uh, one of the things that a choir member said to um, some people who hadn't done it before, but are going to this year is you'll love it. We all get to know each other. And it's, it's really, I mean, that, that warms my heart. It's uh, we have a question, which yeah. is will the 100 choir members sing together or individual group performances? So it's both. So each choir is going to sing one or two pieces um, from their repertoire. Um, and it varies a lot between sacred and secular. Uh, and then at the end, that's, uh, I'm really super excited about the end piece this year, actually. It's called The Promise of Living. Can I read a few of the words? Yes, of yeah. course. It's, um, I love that. Yeah, it's by Aaron Copeland, and it was from his opera called um, The Tender Land. And the lyrics are by a man named Eric Johns. And... Um, so I was thinking about what piece this year, and I chose it for a number of reasons. It has two pianists, so it's piano four hands, we say. And um, and it's a good piece for a big group. Uh, so, And it couldn't be more perfect for Habitat. The promise of living with hope and thanksgiving is born of our loving, our friends, and our labor. The promise of growing with faith and with knowing is born of our sharing, our love with our neighbor. The promise of living, the promise of growing, is born of our singing in joy and thanksgiving. For many a year we've known these fields and known all the work that makes them yield. Are you ready to lend a hand? We're ready to work, we're ready to lend a hand. By working together we'll bring in the harvest, the blessings of harvest. 
We plant each row with seeds of grain, and providence sends us the sun and the rain. By lending a hand, by lending an arm, bring out, bring out from the farm, bring out the blessings of harvest. And it goes on, uh, another line is, oh, let us be joyful. And the piece just grows and grows, and I don't think there's going to be a dry eye in the house, including mine. <laughs> well, I'll just tell you, those lyrics couldn't be more perfect for this oh, community so gathering excited. where, yeah. you know, you're raising bounty for, for neighbors who are yeah. in need yeah. um, and, uh, you know, enjoying community with other people yeah. who like to sing. Yeah. And, you know, I did want to... Um, I don't know if this has ever been done on Facebook Live, but we're going to, because oh my. we're coming up already, <laughs> I would like to to just talk a little bit and yeah. sing, sing, have you sing sure. a little bit um, about, you know, we, we're looking for the two-minute singing lesson ah. so that people can get used to singing by themselves and then maybe reach out and, uh -huh. and sing in the community. So uh, what are some of the things we have to think about? Two minutes. So All right. Uh, yeah, sure. Two o'clock. Sure. Okay. So... so. Well, um, breathing is always a good practice <laughs> for no matter what you're doing. Uh, so we talk a lot about breathing and a relaxed body position. Sitting sideways would not be quite the way. Right. But, uh, you know, I, if, if people are sitting, then I ask them to sit up and just, good. there you go. And uh, you take a nice breath. And every rehearsal starts with a warm-up of a physical warm-up, a bit of a mental warm-up, and a singing warm-up. And um, so we breathe. Let's see. I can do a little breathing exercise that with you. That would be great. All right. So take a nice, quiet breath. Shh. Are we breathing? We're breathing. So we're going to breathe, and we're going to go, shh. Ready? Shh. Can you give out a shh? Oh. There you go, and it's incredibly relaxing. And actually, the breathing exercises are so relaxing that you want to possibly sleep. But there's more. Um, so we do. Uh, we it do. It is. I can feel. It is really relaxing. Yes. Yeah. And so we talk about yeah, keeping your bodies very relaxed um, and not taking a loud, noisy breath. Because when you go, that's actually taking in very little air. Uh, what takes in more air is a nice, quiet breath. The, on the outhale? Yeah. Uh, you you know, on, the exhale? on the exhale? I yeah. know that word. That's all right. That's um, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we practice doing that. So we do that a few times. And then um, then we just make sound. I don't know how this is going to come across on Facebook Live, but what the heck, Walter, I'll give it a try. All right. So, ah. Ah. Exactly. Yeah. Do it a little more. Think Julia Child. Ah. Aww. That's good. That's good. And can you hum a note? Can you? I know this is asking a lot of you, but be brave. Well, at least you didn't uh, blow the pitch yeah. pipe first. No, no, no. Just any note. I'll match you. Ooh, Ooh. something like that. Ooh. Ooh. Almost. Or right, little. We'll do it again. It's fine. Ooh. Ooh. Can you round your lips more? Yes, so you just made a lovely singing note. Oh, um, yeah. It was that? it was really really nice. So, yes, so you know, you can sing. Yes, and um Good to know. Yeah, and it's funny because you were nervous about matching pitch and I actually didn't match you at first. I thought I heard a different note in my head and that's why we were clashing. Um 
admirably, though, you held your note against my clashing note, which I think says you have a bit of a good ear. Um, so that's great. And then so we do. And then I and just, lots of fear. And yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> the though. things I do for yeah. you guys. I know. <laughs> well, no, I'm. You know, I think it's great that you are doing it. Um, and then we do a lot of up and down scales, like you know. Sorry, hit the mic. Um, I mean, not necessarily the soulfish symbols, but you could, you know, sing do, do, re, do. That's very low. Do, do, re, do, do, re, mi, re, do, do, re, mi, fa, mi, re, do. That kind of thing. Right. I'm yes. not going to join Let's you in start that until at the I very practice. beginning. It's a very nice so, place to start, right? Mm -hmm. the sound That's of right. Music. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I always have a problem, and, and we don't have time to go into yeah. specifics, but sure. sometimes when I want to go high, I go loud. You know? Well, it's mm -hmm. hard not to, um, and it takes even more energy as a singer to sing softly than it does loudly. Um, mm -hmm. And it's hard to give a full singing lesson in two minutes. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but but uh, we are yeah. attempting it for you yes. here on Life with Gwen. Sure. Yeah. Um, so those are some of the things you... Um, well, you know the song Do Re Mi from The Sound mm -hmm. of Music. You want to try that? I can even give us the right note. So um, modern day pitch pipes come on your phone. Oh, don't worry. It'll be fine. Everything comes on your phone. Do a deer, a female deer, ray a drop of golden sun. Me, a name I call myself, far a long way to run. So a needle pulling thread, la I need to follow so. Tea, a drink with jam and bread. You can do it. Too Almost. That will bring us back to do. And that's do, do, do. Sing that one. Do. Yeah, you could do this. That one's more comfortable. Well, so. sure. Anyway, yes. for Everyone all of you in the car, <laughs> you know, don't think you're singing hopelessly. And if you're like me, you want those big notes that are going to burn calories. You know, uh, something from, <laughs> from Wicked, which we can't do here. Uh, something from Les Mis, you know, those, sure. those big, big musicals. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, um, come out for Saturday night at the Cape Cod Synagogue. You will hear big notes, I promise. You will hear big notes. <laughs> and uh, we thank Donica Buckley for coming Thanks. in her busy week and, and teaching us to sing a little. You know, people people pay for this. That's, so. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we hope that you have a wonderful time enjoying this weather. And if you're singing in your car, more power to you. We should all be doing that. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.